Welcome to Mav Realty's podcast. Today, we are featuring Phil Van Ham, the market manager of Tampa. Phil, welcome. Thank you. Of course. So um, today, we wanted to talk a little bit about the Tampa market, introduce Phil Van Ham. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I moved here in 98 from Boston. I was a finance manager at BU for 12 years before. BU? BU, Boston University. Ah, okay. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> and uh, The boo. Got tired of being behind a desk all the time, so I got my real estate license in May of 2000. And, okay. And um, been working real estate since then. I worked on the beach for a while for Coal Banker and Prudential Tropical, now Brookshire. And What did you do there? I was just an agent. Okay. Uh, my broker and Coal Banker really specialized in like high-end golf front stuff, so it was great. It was fun. Did all the Coal Banker previews stuff, all that stuff you do when you're a younger agent. So cut your teeth, got your stripes. What year timeline were you with Berkshire? I remember your, uh, I want to say 2003 to seven, maybe. I was with Global Banker for about four years on the beach and then moved to Prudential. Got it. Actually followed Frank, him and I, and he had that small office in Indian Rocks with Prudential Tropical. Yep. And then the market started, you know, downturn and wasn't a lot of stability and so I got an offer for REO manager position at Prudential, managing um, 16 branch agents that handled all our Fannie Mae. We had about 400 Fannie Mae listings in various stages of, you know, eviction, prepossession, renovation, and resale. So that was fun. And I had a, you know, wow. crew had, we did all of our own in-house. I mean, Prudential had about a million and a half dollars on the table at any time in renovation or other costs associated with those houses so so they would like get front those costs mm -hmm. until reimbursed and so my team mm. i had reno coordinators these girls and they did all the you know turning on the utilities turn off utility all the stuff you have to do and um i had a bunch of agents um in all our branch offices we had a reo agent that took those listings that's a lot of logistics <laughs> it was pretty crazy yeah you're in charge of you said 15 or 16, 16 people 16. How, how many years did you do that uh about a year and a half. Gotcha. It, burnt, it was a burnout kind of job, you know? Yeah. Fannie Mae is not a easy client whatsoever. And you could get secret shopped at nine o'clock on a Friday night. My phone would ring. They'd be asking me about schools in St. Pete or whatever. Yeah, especially. Just too much. I was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, but it was just too stressful. It was a lot. Um, I think they replaced me with two people after that. Yeah. <laughs> so Prudential... The, you had uh, over a dozen and a half agents or so, and you were you guys were in charge of everything from repossessions to knocking on the doors, getting uh, getting the tenants out, cash for keys, then getting scopes, getting GCs, uh, oh. all the logistics of that, yep. and then getting it out of construction into sale ready, then getting it sold, and just going through all those processes. Yeah. Um, that's in insane. I, I dabbled in the REO. And, and you know, we business. tracked it all with paper, by the way. Oh gosh. <laughs> Every one of those houses had a file. So after, <laughs> after you did your, your stint there and, and, um, it kind of wore you down hundred hour weeks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the next move? Uh, well, I did actually do a small stint as a manager at coach because I had worked, um, during the season and stuff at coach. So it was fun. So they talked me into taking a manager position, which wasn't exactly for me. Okay. And then I had a friend that worked for REIT and said, hey, we need an analyst. We need somebody that can help us. And so I went to work for a REIT in Tampa. Okay. And uh, 
was over the Tampa market for a while and then got moved from market to market within Florida and then um, launched an office in North Carolina and hired the agents and all that stuff and um, decided that, you know, I'd rather be proposing to that REIT right? be financially more advantageous for me. So got it. for three and a half years before Open Door, I worked as a uh, proposing analyst and underwriter for them. Okay, cool. Then what? And then uh, I got recruited by Open Door um, for a portfolio manager position when they launched the new Tampa market back in, um, uh, we launched in um, April of 2018. Nice. Nice. So you, it sounds like you got a, I mean, it's, it's, that's just so much experience from in the industry uh, in all aspects of it, the REO aspect of it. I mean, going back, talking about your experience when you first started and working at, it was Prudential, now it's Berkshire, the first Coldwell Banker, then Prudential, then when the downturn of the market happened, and then what happens when there's a downturn? Lots of, there was a lot of foreclosures, so you were in that business. So, I mean, already, I mean, there's so many different facets of the industry that you experienced. And I think that's a huge thing um, to understand that whole process, not just, I got a listing, I'm gonna sell it. It's like, the construction aspect of it, the logistical things behind it, all the different fires that have to be put out and all the different scenarios where there's EMD, that there's EMD disputes or there's stuff that pops up in inspection and just all those different things that just I could just, all those different things that you've touched and you experience. And yeah. another reason why you're the market manager of Tampa, agents come to you with one of a thousand problems and you're like, Oh yeah, you know, um, I've dealt with that a couple dozen times. Maybe. This is what I would do. <laughs> Not always, but yeah. Well, maybe well, that you can one... imagine. Listen, when you have sixteen agents and they're dealing with foreclosed properties and upset people, you're evicting. I mean, it was a lot of stuff came up. Yeah, of course. Stuff's kind of out of the ordinary of what general happens in general real estate usually, right? Right. So, and then with with Open Door, um, what happened there? Did they was so, like a reallocation okay. of of so I had personnel. Open door, I was a portfolio manager and I had all of Pinellas County, all of Pasco County, and uh, everything uh, west of 301 in Hillsborough County. So okay. I had a big, big portfolio there. Um, and so what happened was is they've moved all their pricing operations to Arizona. Scottsdale. Yep. Gotcha. So East Coast goes first. Um, I didn't want to move to Arizona. We live here. Why would I go to Arizona, right? Right, right, exactly. And, um, but they gave me some stats I thought was pretty remarkable that I sold 492 houses to a tune of, of $68 million. In Such day. a short period of time. So we bought those houses. We had to buy them first, reno them, then resale. So that was a lot of transactions in less than 18 months. Sounds very similar to the, uh, to the REO stuff, except for different contexts. Not exactly... Um, dilapidated assets or things like that, but just more or less the was, logistically, the whole spectrum of operations it was, again. It was actually way funner because I had much more control over what was purchased. Whereas, you know, when you're dealing with a REIT or like a Fannie Mae, you're just handed the property. I We have pricing associates that, you know, I did the underwriting for those. So it was the bottom line. It was a final decision whether we're going to buy or not buy. Right. So that the ball so, was in your court to kind of have yeah. your opinion on the what you're buying the assets and where and all that it was fun it was a really fun job cool cool so now you are the tampa market manager for mav realty mm -hmm. which is i mean we're so glad to have you 
you know, with all your experience and, um, you know, what you can bring to the table as far as, you know, the agents we have now and what have you, um, you know, as you know, uh, coming into this, uh, Mav Realty is a startup. We're all about, you know, the, the Mav way, you know, doing things efficiently, fast, and ensuring agents are giving the highest quality of service and what have you in the, the Tampa market. Um, let's talk a little bit about what your feelings are about what's going on right now in, in Tampa, as far as let's talk about, I mean, there's so many different, there's, there's multifamily, there's the residential market, there's, you know, just, just all the litany of things, but let's focus on just like, well, here's some, here's some good news. Interest rates have gone down again. So right. that's going to, I think, pull us through any kind of, we won't see as much of a slowdown, I think probably this last quarter, because as a result of that, it will definitely help us. Um, and the issue is availability, but I think it'll be more of a, this last quarter will be good for buyers because, uh, interest rates are good. Interest rates are good. Um, more but buying power, fewer, fewer people in the market this time of year yep. besides, you know, REITs and places like the open door offer pad. Yeah, of course. And the other, uh, litany of I buyers that are coming into the market right. and industry is kind of changing a little bit. Do you think? Yeah, it is definitely changing. I mean, but so has traditional, I mean, uh, brokerages that are staying ahead of the game, like Mav Realty, you know, it's, we work with people like, as you know, we work with people like Open Door. Yeah, of course. So you have to kind of uh, be ready to roll with punches and keep evolving all the time. And I think that's what's exciting about Mav is that we're always evolving. We still have a ton of work to do to get everything that we want, but, you know, it's about change and reacting to the market, not waiting for everybody else to react immediately. That's the thing I like about you, Mike, is you're an innovator. You think about stuff ahead of time and go for it. So, Thanks, man. Yeah. I like to think that, you know, I can't predict the future or anything, but when you have such big integral things happening in the market, you have to, to your point, you know, you have to either scowl and say, oh, you know, they don't know how it is. They don't know what I've been through or analyze what they're doing and understand why they're doing it. And maybe they're facilitating a niche that you're missing. And to be proactive instead of reactive, I think is so important. Well, I think it's the difference between acting out of confidence and acting out of fear, right? You're mm -hmm. always afraid to make a move or afraid to do something. You're never going to. And that's the thing about you, Mike, is you're never afraid to go for it. You just just got to go. Yeah. I think, you know, what you guys are doing with technology and just all the plans that we have for expansion are pretty exciting. So the idea is, you know, as you know, I mean, on that point with Mav Realty, it's like if an agent, if a family needs an agent to find them a, a safe, good house, structurally sound that they're not going to have for a year and a half and then the roof's falling apart or the AC goes out you know, having agents that understand that, you know, how to read an inspection report and how to properly advise and tell them what to be afraid of and what not to be afraid of on an inspection report so they don't run away from a deal that's a good deal. And then also know valuations really well so that they're not putting people in houses that virtually no equity, no upside, no, you know, um, no conservatively speaking, I mean, no real um, you know, uh, uh, stable position for them as far as for their future, because we want them to come back. We don't, we don't want to, you know, agents leads, leads, leads. Oh, what's your, what do you want? 300 grand, uh, three bedroom, two bath. Okay. Spit out 
10 listings and throw them to the agent and just, you know, spray and pray and hope they pick one. It's like, whoa, 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 slow down. We don't want to do business like that. No, sure. So no, we want to go preview houses for them. We want to pick the right houses. We want to protect their time. We want, yeah. Well, we want our agents to be efficient, right? Efficient. Yeah. So we've giving them, we're giving them technology to help them be more efficient, but they also have. And the knowledge with the leadership. That's right. Right. So yeah, we have a lot of discussions. I've been having a lot of discussions this week about reading your clients and, you know, knowing who you're going to invest your time in and uh, being able to see, you know, who are your committed clients. You want to spend all your time with those people. Agreed hundred percent on all counts. And that's like one of the things that, you know, makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck is like Phil Van Ham's here. This guy's got so much experience. He's seen it all in the real estate industry, the bad, the good, everything in between. And then also you, with your experience with iBuyers and such, it's not like you're sitting there and, and, and still talk and talking about how the MLS used to be a big binder. You're like, what are you talking about? Let's talk about now in the future. Well, I'm just saying like, <laughs> like, you know, it was before you, but it's, it's just, I think a lot of realtors want to spend more time talking about how it was or, you know, all these new changes, what's going on. And it's like we said, scowling and stuff, instead of saying, okay, well, this is how we're going to be able to better service yep. more efficiently and just focus on, on the client. You have to innovate and come up with new ways. So I think that's what we're all about here at Map Realty is how we're going to better service our client and service our agents. So, yep. And protect our time. And that's what efficiency brings. That was the other thing we've talked about this week a little bit was time management and, you know, um, setting boundaries with not only, you know, work boundaries, but, you know, with your clients and stuff like that so that you're managing your time and being productive. Right. And instead of spending uh, 45 minutes driving to your office or powering up back up your laptop and, worrying about inputting data and all that stuff. I mean, we want, we want agents to not have to worry about that litany of paperwork or worry about once they get an executed contract, being that fulcrum that's managing title, managing the lender, managing the appraiser, the inspector, like all those things. We want them to focus on service the client, find them the perfect house or sell their house for the right amount of money that they deserve, and then get everything wrapped up get it to our closing department and then just keep an eye on it. But we have personnel there that's going to make sure that that deal shepherded to closing properly and then following up with them. How's it going? How's the house? How's, how's everything going? I, you know, um, is that, did everything turn out the way you want? And just make sure that it's not like we say, okay, yeah, we'll help you buy a house and here you go. Okay, bye. And never talk to us again. I mean, I, I don't know what the statistic is, but it's staggering how many agents just, you know, fly by night and, it's a big party that's happening and a lot of people want to jump in. Oh, real estate's hot. My friend just sold two deals to their sister and their cousin and made X amount of dollars. I'm going to go get my license. And then they have no idea what they're doing and they don't have the leadership and they don't have. It's not a scalable model for them. It's not sustainable. You know, if you don't dedicate yourself to your clients and your business, then you do that. Yeah. You do those one-offs, but then what? Yeah. Then what? And, and do you know your tools? Do you know, do you know your tools? Do you know if you're a, uh, a, a craftsman, if you're a carpenter, you know, if, if you're analogist, if you're using analogy to a realtor, to a carp- master carpenter, a lot of realtors just come in, get their license. They don't even know how to uh, re- rearrange their grids on the MLS or how to even use their tools, let alone how to facilitate and read an inspection report. All these, all these 
hundreds of things that are so important to become a subject matter expert to properly service clients. They're so worried about just turning and burning properties. And it's like here, it's like, if you're a master carpenter, it's like you apprentice, you learn, you know how to use your hammer, your, your saw, and you know, you know how to use those tools really well, the tools of a realtor with how to um, protect the time of a client and to make sure that you understand and help them navigate the, the, you know, understand simply what the value is of their home and not just give them a, a high list price and they're on the market for three months and then they have to take a lower offer because there's hair in the deal now and people are like, we, we cut to the chase and we make sure that they understand, they understand how to use all of their tools and how to properly service clients, whether it's on the listing side or the buyer side. So that's a huge differentiator with us. And to your point earlier as well, I mean, we're a startup. We've been in business for two years. We did, you know, 500 transactions last year. We just broke 500 and we still have three and a half huge months ahead of us. I mean, we're going to end up doing seven, 800, maybe 900 transactions year over year. I mean, that's almost doubling. So, I mean, I feel like we're, we're on a forward and upward movement growth, you know, model. So you're, yeah. And you're going to be a huge facilitator of continuing that. And, you know, Mav Realty is an invite only firm. Um, not saying if people out there who, and any agents out there that are watching this are like, oh, hey, I want to be with Mav. We want passionate professionals. We don't want, oh, I just want to make, I just want to go and make money. Like, no, we want to service families and clients. And that's very important to us. And we want to stay in this business for a long, long time, forever. And we want to grow. And we want to be that one final, you know, um, that one, uh, you know, that one uh, strong firm that can be relied upon anywhere that we operate with, with the model uh, and the ethics and the professionalism and the subject matter expertise that whether you're in Jacksonville, you're in Tampa, or you're Orlando, you're going to be benefiting from the subject matter expert, which is a MAV Realty agent. So, you know, really happy about that. Very excited to see where the future, future lies for us. Me too. It's awesome. Thank you so much, man, for being on the podcast today. And, and like I said, guys, uh, girls out there, whether you're a, a client of MAV right now, or you're an agent with MAV, or you want to be an agent with MAV, Check us out, uh, mavrealty.com, mavjacks.com, mavtampa.com. Um, you know, see what we're about, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And so this has been Mav Realty Podcast, and until next time. Uh